The top five things we've learnt on Rue, Dits and Loz this week. Number, Number five. five. Big storm on the weekend. Trail of destruction from one side of the state Down to the trees, other. trees, blocking roads, crushing storm. cars. Have left a trail of destruction. Loz was at a winery. Felt like the beginning of The Wizard of Oz when the tornado comes. Rue was in the hills. Full on, there was water on the roads. Bloody dangerous, actually. And we learnt Dits probably should have checked the weather forecast. Uh, I was really smart. I went for a bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dits, what? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I got absolutely bombarded. So I had a three-minute bike ride anyway. Bloody hell. You don't take any interest in the weather, do you? Not weather. Really. When you play squash, you don't have to worry about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. We learnt Rue came off second best after a run-in with a whippersnipper. I didn't have my work boots on and I whippersnippered my foot. <gasps> I only had sneakers on. Oh. What? Rue, now tell us the story using sound effects. <laughs> 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 Ross had a power tool injury too. Yeah, the rookie that I am broke the first rule of drilling. Um, don't drill towards yourself. Oh, and no. I've drilled straight between the two agates. No! What? <laughs> you didn't go through the yeah. old saccharini, did yeah. you? About 20 mil in I went. Oh! Does he win the prize? You got a $250 voucher, mate. We'll buy you a new drill. Oh, that sounds good to me, guys. <laughs> he doesn't need a new drill. He needs a new tool pouch to put his nuts. Um, <laughs> if you want to have kids, that is. Number three. We learned Rue will take a call anywhere. I had to ring Rue, Loz. Bloody echoey. I said, you're not on the dunny, are you? He goes, yeah. I said, that's disgusting. Ring me back when you finish. Oh, he goes, what's disgusting about it? You can't it? talk to people nah. sitting doing Why a can't you? The... You can't. You just can't. I sit on the toilet here at Triple M and talk to people while they're at the Yeah, I know you do. I know. (laughs) We had a board meeting yesterday. I was doing it from home. I had to go to the toilet while the board meeting was on. No, hang on. What, the crows were? What? What's the difference? No wonder the crows season went down the toilet last year. (laughs) (laughs) More than someone going to the pageant. You'll have to yeah. shoot our house. We yeah, don't do the pageant. Get out and Put kick the footy in the <laughs> <laughs> Cut down a tree. Yeah. Sandbags. Yeah. Get ready for the flood. Do the form. The horses. Get up the river. Pageant. Funny. Soft. That's a mum's job. Girls down the pageant, me and the lads. <laughs> when the ladies go to the pageant, Rue's whippersnipping. How does it go, <laughs> Number one, Loz, real name Laura, joined Triple M about 18 months ago. So let's play Do You Know Laura's Name? First contestant, Rory Sloan. Tell us about the surfing. Uh, Laura, get out once a week. Correct, Sloan Dog. Second contestant, Greg Norman, who we interviewed this week, had only met Laura 30 seconds before the interview. It's just been incredible, Laura. 
Well done, Greg. It's just been an incredible life. Speaking of Greg's, contestant number three. Let's see if Greg Blewett can get Loz's name right. Good morning, Rue, Lots and Dits. Sorry, Greg. Let's try Andrew Jarman. He's met Laura many times and worked with her at Triple M for 18 months. Our breakfast show went number one. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, Rupert and Dits and Lauren. Or as Andrew Jarman says, for the uh, hopeful hike, the top five things we've learned from Rue, Dits and Loz this week. Uh, <laughs> get the man a doctor, seriously. He needs yeah. help. Yeah. Well done, Doesn't Sammy. Doesn't he, Lauren? Uh, he, do, he does. He does, Matt. <laughs> Good on you, lots. Good on you, lots. What a weekend Chris Dittmer had babysitting. Well, this all, it was just sprung on me because uh, so I've got a, little, I've got a granddaughter, eight Australia. months old, my first she's little granddie. so cute. Beautiful little Frankie. And anyway, oh, my son so rang cute. me My son rang me and said, his missus has gone to Melbourne on a girl's trip. I said, mm-hmm. what about the baby? He goes, yeah, I've got her all weekend. Yeah. I said, well, I'll come around and give you a hand. So I got around there. Oh, <laughs> what did you know? <laughs> anyway... His uncle had turned up as well, Uncle Kim. So it was three men and a baby. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Find that one girl oh. who will sweep them off their feet. Three men and a baby. We did everything. <laughs> Changed nappies. We fed her. We bloody gave her fish and chips. We did, you, you name it. Fish and she, chips? Oh, just whatever we had. She Eight had. months old. Yeah. What's mum's anyway, name? Chloe. Chloe will come home and the little baby will be saying, Doombin. Yeah, she won the quaddy. She um, <laughs> all we did, we watched the races all day, and she did not say boo. She loved it. She Just loved sat there smiling horses. and laughing all day. She's a yep. good baby, though, isn't she? she Brilliant. She's very relaxed yeah. and very placid. So, anyway, God what almighty. I found over the weekend was it's easy. It's easy. easy. Oh, easy. Oh, yeah, I've Which, got I've got six this weekend. Sarah's on a girls' trip away. Oh, no. So I might you might have to come around to my job. Oh, you're a hire a hubby. I'll give you a few tips. You yeah. get Uncle Ditz will come Uncle around. Uncle Ditz, can you come over? Mm. Easy. No Good. worries. So wait a minute. Don't you have two children of your own? Yeah. Why is this the first time you've ever taken care of a baby? Well, about 30 years ago. Oh, all right. Ago. Okay. Yeah. You forget. You tend to forget how to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. all got through all right? No burn no marks or nobody, no, you know, starvation, no nothing? All good. Yeah? Mm. Yeah. Didn't have to get your booby out for a bit of breast milk. No. Mama. <laughs> 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 Who did the bathing? Uh, Tom. We left that to Tom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's Dad's, Dad's job. job. Yeah. 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 Any nappies or anything, Dits? Did everything. What what did you, oh, wow. What did you do for food? You said it was just uh, takeaway? Uh, we got takeaway. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Mm. Uh, what did little baby have? Um, Mashed potato? Yeah, I don't know. Some concoction. <laughs> I'm not sure. Don't know. Don't know. Oh, we did everything. A, What'd you eat? Don't know. Comes in a jar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Just stir it up. Yeah. Nuke it. Yeah. I cannot imagine having something up my bum like that. On Triple M Breakfast. Who else can we offend this morning? <laughs> it's time to... Accidentally. Now, we haven't done this in a while, so there's a bit of a build-up. Oh, good. Right. Um, that might have even been... <laughs> mm. That was a yes. bit of... That was dirty. <laughs> that was, it's what impossible that? to say things. Intentionally dirty, that was. Get, get your mind out the gutter. Now, we've got a few. So this is where... this What this is, is we'll just be in the middle of a normal chat and, and we'll say something, and if you isolate it, it sounds really dirty. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun. So let's start with a caller. His name is Michael. Let's have a little listen to this audio grab. Don't you stick their asses to the wind and um, all huddle together. Like, <laughs> like Cop it in the, yeah. the back. So <laughs> 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 
And what was that? What was Rue? What, I what, know what it was because was that was it? only a couple of days ago. That was the bloke at the dairy. We're talking about the cows uh, handling the storm that we had, mm. the rain coming in sideways. Okay, let's see the review. Oh, as you know, in the dairy, it's not like a house. There's no windows or anything, mm. so I'm just trying to shelter behind a wall there and... I'd actually send a video to me, mate. I said, if you think I'm going to get the cows in this, you can go and get stuff. <laughs> <laughs> How do the cows handle it? Do they start oh, moving no, they, or anything? They, they just stick their asses to the wind and um, all huddle together. Like... <laughs> you cop it in the backside. Cop it in the backside. Right? See, on. completely innocent. Yeah, exactly. All right, another Nothing one. Nothing dirty about it at all. <laughs> another one with Rue. Let's have a listen. Like you can't have sex with Sydney. No. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Not without his consent. <laughs> yeah. oh, I thought you meant the whole of Sydney. There's I a did. lot of people in Sydney. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, one of my mate's sons called Sydney, so sorry, Simon. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, let's see the reveal. What was it? Sloppy seconds refers to actual oh, food. I think that's what he was thinking, for I'm sure. definitely sure that's well, what he was talking about. he said Sydney. Like you can't have sex with Sydney. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You see. don't make friends with Sally. You see. can't have sex with Sydney. Okay. <laughs> I'm a, I'm in the gun here. Let's have a listen. What am I talking about? But they sit on my face, all right. Actually, they walk oh, no. They sit on my face, all right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hang on. Your glasses. Oh. You, had, you didn't have a, you didn't have an arm on the other morning, did <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, that's right. Let's hear. Loz, what's having your glasses? Oh. <laughs> oh no. She's got one. She's got one arm. She's got one. <laughs> yeah, so the only glasses I could find this morning are the oh one arm glasses. Yeah, they're a bit wonky. And they sit on my face all right, yeah. but you know. We know what you mean. Some mornings I can just tell you're a mess. Lozzy, <laughs> <laughs> you've had a bad night. Just bad chaos. Yeah. Now, these ones don't have reveals because it would be impossible to, to fit it all in, but they're too. Sorry? They're too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we oh, is oh no! Okay, they're both brew. Let, let's hear the first one. And it goes, it gets bigger and bigger and more mm. and more. And I get fixated on it to mm. the point where I start getting angry. I start rubbing up against the wall. <laughs> I've just got to, I've got to go. I've got to hammer it somewhere. Right. Oh, oh, right. What the hell was that? I can't even remember that. Keep going back to the world, there. Jesus Christ. Oh, do you know what it was? Call the cops and <laughs> arrest me. Jesus uh, Christ. We've got one more in the same conversation, I think. <laughs> She's happy to do it at the right time <laughs> because she knows how annoying I would be. But she doesn't get so, off on it. Yeah, does she get any satisfaction? I don't it? think she gets a lot of satisfaction out of it. Not as much as me because I feel when it goes, I go, oh, it's just, you know, right. massive relief. relief. <laughs> How bloody similar is popping a pimple to having a special car? I know, I know. Was that, that our was pimple chat? That was, that the, was the pimple chat. chat. That that was rubbing up against the wall. Right. And do you know what's crazy is when we were doing that, that chat, it didn't even occur to me that that sounded dirty. I thought no. we were just nah. talking about it. No. Anyway. I, I sound like a psychopath there for a minute. <laughs> so very randy man. Mm. Well done, Lozzie. Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Lies. When do I get paid? It's time for Joe's Joke. Oh, good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dits. Sorry, I just heard we've interrupted your breakfast. Sorry about that. How many <laughs> jokes have you got today? Uh, two. Right, I give yeah, us the first one. What gets wetter the more it dries? Oh, that's clever. That's I don't know. You've got dits here. What is it? You've got dits. A towel. Clever, clever. All right, what's the second one? See if you can back it up. What did the fish say when he swam into a wall? (laughs) I don't know what. what. 
Damn. Damn. Oh. <laughs> Good on you, Joe. Have a big day at school, mate. Yeah, right I on, got another one. I got another oh, one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great, right, buddy. Right, yeah, make it quick. Hurry up. A man walks into a pet store and asks for a dozen bees. Mm. The clerk carefully counts out 13 bees onto the counter. Mm. It's one too many, says the customer. The clerk replies, it's a freebie. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well done. Have a good day, Joe. Go and finish up your special card, Good mate. on you, mate. <laughs> All right, bring, now. bring now, kids. One triple three five three. Give us your joke. One triple three five three. Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Lies. When do I get paid? It's time for Joe's Joke. Oh, we love this every Wednesday. The kids in cars give us their jokes on the way to school. Rory, good morning. Hi. Hi. How old are you, Rory? I'm 11. And what school 11. do you go to? I go to Pimpala Primary School. Ooh, Where's that? Pimpala. It's in Morfitt Vale. Yeah. Oh, cool. Pimpala. Right. Oh. What, what do you like doing outside of school, Rory? Do you play sport or what do you do? I play lots of soccer. Do you? Ooh. Who do you play for? Uh, Seaford Rangers. Oh, they're Ooh, a good side, Seaford. Yeah, they're good. All right. What's your joke for us today, Rory? Why do male squirrels always swim on their back? <laughs> Why? Why? To keep their nuts dry. Yeah. Oh, Rory. Rory. Did your mum tell you that joke? No, I thought of it myself. Oh, oh there you go. Good on you, Rory. Right, uh, budding comedian there. <laughs> Who have you got there, Rue? I've got Sabrina on the line. Good morning, Sabrina. Good morning. Oh. How old are you, Sabrina? Seven. Oh, oh, beautiful name too. What uh, what school do you go to, Sabrina? Star of the Sea. Ooh. Is that at Henley Beach? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> mm. right, there's an echo in the car yeah. too. Yeah. yeah right. Eh? Yeah, okay. All right. Now, Sabrina, what's the best thing about going to school? What do you like doing? Um, mostly art. Oh, yeah. okay. Are you a, you good. a good drawer? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Yep. All right. All right. Tell us your joke, Sabrina. Why did the bunny go to the hospital? <laughs> Why did the bunny go to hospital? Why? Not sure. To get a hopperation. Oh, <laughs> Sabrina. Good on you, so Sabrina. Good. Very, very oh. good gags oh, there, well kids. Fantastic. You can both have a family pass to AFL Max. This is a great place to party, learn, train, and play. It's all indoors. Book at aflmax.com.au. Thanks, kids. Fair to say that uh, COVID's gone a bit quiet over recent weeks, months, Ooh, but it's back in the wave. news. Back in the news. And so our Chief uh, Health Officer, Nicholas Spurrier, fronted the media yesterday. Well, I think we should be saying to Father Christmas, you're going to be safe coming into our state. We're a very well vaccinated state. But Father Christmas, you should have had your four doses of vaccine. I suspect you're over 70. Um, I'd get into your GP, get your, um, your test done um, for COVID and uh, have a plan about your oral antivirals. It may be a bit harder to get into a GP over that Christmas period. So be prepared, Father Christmas, um, but certainly welcome here in our state. So there you go. Oh, yeah. uh, oh hang on. <laughs> friendly advice for Santa. Oh, hang on. She's on the block. The, the prof has called yeah. in. Good morning, prof. Oh, well, good morning, uh, Rue and Death. Uh, I'm just doing my job, um, trying to keep the state safe whilst also keeping Santa safe. And just on getting vaccinated, um, checking debts. Mm. Are you over 70? Because you, 
You might be no. due for your fourth booster. No, I'm not quite over 70, thank you. No. Okay, oh, sorry. Sorry, well, you know, get, get you know, antivirals, all that dip. Say so on the news, we saw that the COVID wave is increasing as we're heading towards Christmas, is that right? Yes, and, you know, do you know how you tell there is a new COVID wave? I come roaring back on the telly and say something <laughs> wacky. That's how, you know, uh, COVID is back in town. But anyway, I will allow uh, Santa back into the state, but the Easter Bunny will be denied and as we can't afford a myxomatosis outbreak uh, in the community at <laughs> no, Easter time. No, that's right. Hey, what is the plan for Santa once he's in town then? Well, obviously we need him to do a negative rat uh, QR code check-in at, at each residence mm. and then sanitise his big stack before he slides oh, down hey, the chimney. Oh, right. Fair enough. Uh, it's going to be it's a bit... Just- it's good. It's good safety route. Yeah, no, it's going to be a busy few months for the state with the Adelaide 500, then the Live Golf uh, Tournament, and then mm. AFL Magic oh. Round as well. Are you concerned about all these events? Well, yes, obviously I am concerned, but not nearly as concerned as I am about Chris Dittmar heading oh. to his son's buck show this oh. weekend. <laughs> Apparently this is his second buck show in a month. Yeah. My health team have been and will continue mm. to keep monitoring these events. They are known um, for being super spreading events. And Dit, <laughs> yes. my advice for you mm-hmm. is do not touch that ping pong ball. Righto. I won't. <laughs> right, right, Actually, it's fair to send out a warning. The residents of North Adelaide, just beware. There's about 40 oh, of us. No, they're very tolerant. I know. Sort of just, they'll shut this buck show down, mate, though. I can just see it. Mask now, but... up. Protect yourself in mm. every way you possibly can. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Prof. Thanks for joining us. Greg Norman is an Aussie entrepreneur and golf legend who spent over 300 weeks as world number one in the 80s and 90s. Solid as a rock. Winning 89 professional tournaments, including 20 PGA tournaments and two majors. I was very confident about how I could play the game of golf. Uh, There wasn't a shot I didn't think I could play because there wasn't a shot I didn't really practice. Recently, he started the Live Golf Tour, and rumour has it, it might be heading to South Australia. Okay, expect the unexpected. Please welcome to Triple M Breakfast, the Great White Shark, Greg Norman. Well, it's been rumoured, it's now confirmed. It was announced yesterday, the Live Tour is coming to Adelaide for four years, would you believe? The first tournament, April 21 to 23, at my golf club. I'm that excited, I'm shaking, in fact, I am shaking. This is incredible, the Grange Golf Club. Greg Norman, welcome to Triple M. Thanks for talking to us. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Greg, don't let him on there a month before the <laughs> tournament, for God's sake. Otherwise, it'll be chopped up everywhere. There'll be sand buckets all over the course. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. good, good point. I'll make sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, Greg, um, I know a lot of people would have said this already, but what about your affiliation to win your first professional tournament as a young fella at Grange, and now you bring the Live Tour down there? It's an incredible association for you, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's been a long journey, to be honest with you. Um, when I think back to 1976 and what happened to me in my third ever professional tournament at Westlakes, and that kicked off my career. So I've always had a soft spot. I still love Grange, uh, the wine. I still have plenty of that. My wine cellar going back to my birth year, which is 1955. So, uh, nice. yeah, so it's um, some pretty good stuff. But no, quite honestly, you know, a lot of, people don't know this and I just mentioned to the premier as well too but um, my family my, from my father's side first set, set foot in, in Australia at Port Lincoln. Oh so, really? Wow. Yeah so when you think about the, the his, history of 
the Normans coming to the Australian shores. It really is South Australia. I'm a banana bender, yes, no question. <laughs> um, but from my family's history to my golf history, to see and having the ability to bring live golf here, um, it was a confluence of a lot of things. Uh, the venue, the Grange, obviously, the the interaction of the Premier and, and obviously his support team has been phenomenal over a very, very short time period to get this deal done has been absolutely phenomenal. And why, guys? Because they recognize the delivery mechanism of what Live is all about. Our platform is different. Our platform is exciting. It reaches down to a new audience. It's got an economic um, uh, you know, viability to it from a tourism standpoint. And the Premier recognized this. And so kudos to him for stepping up and wanted to be the first uh, to bring Live Golf to Australia. Yeah, How many so. spectators do you think will come to Adelaide? That's what people out there would want to know. The, the, the Premier stumped up some cash to get the tournament. That's great. Will, will lots of people travel? Uh, yes. I mean, I'll give you an example. We were in Bangkok a couple of weeks ago and people came from Japan, from South Korea, from Indonesia, all over the, the, the southeast of um, uh, Pacific Rim. People came to see what we were putting on. And it's not going to be any different here. People come in from New South Wales, Queensland, Victoria, Western Australia, Northern Territory, Tasmania. They will come here because, again, it's the footprint. It's the, the excitement that we deliver, the fan village, the music, the atmosphere, players who are happy, bringing in culture, the cultural differences, uh, not only from, uh, from food and um, you know, entertainment perspective, we bring it all. And we want to make sure that resonates out uh, every day, every second that live events uh, on site. Uh, Greg, we know the way you've just explained it. We know it's a, it's a world event, and and some of the best players in the world are coming. The biggest names, and we're so excited about Cam Smith, of course. But what a beautiful local story for us that Wade Ormsby has joined your tour. He grew up playing at Grange as well, and I know that many of us and his whole family, everyone's going to be that excited to see him play at Grange too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've waited quite honestly, um, you know, going before our first event in London, was one of our most staunch supporters behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, he did a tremendous job. And I've, I've actually become pretty close to Wade uh, because of the efforts and, uh, you know, the sacrifices he's made himself. Um, he's been a whipping post himself um, because of other tours and the decisions he's made. And that's all BS, to be honest with you. And I, I, I admire individuals who want to step out for what they believe is right for themselves as independent contractors. And, it's, you know, Wade is one of them. There's 47 other, other of them, others uh, who yeah. have done the same thing um, because they believe in the fact that they are independent contractors. They have a right to do that. Competition is a phenomenal thing across all platforms. You can say competition is great for government. Competition is great for business, families, sport. Everything thrives on competition. And all we've done with Live is generated better competition, a different competition that works within the ecosystem. If you could reach into a hat and pull out any other player to have on your tour, who would it be? Oh, boy, I've got a list. <laughs> All right, let's hear them. Here's your top three. I think that list is coming to me more than my, me taking the list of somebody else. Yeah. Um, it's just been incredible, Laura, to see what's um, happened over the last, you know, the last four to five events. 
Yeah. Because there's been a lot of individuals and players who have sat on the sidelines. Uh, when you won that tournament back in 1976, you were playing for $35,000. <laughs> the golfers in April 21 to 23 will be playing for $38 million. <laughs> so just an extra three zeros on there, Greg. That's why the wives and girlfriends might be happy. <laughs> well, well, exactly right. But, you know. It, it's it's a testament to what the power of golf is, right? It's a testament to what the delivery the mechanism that golf has. And it's also a testament to, to what um, golf has not had. Yep. And we've all had to play under one tour, one institution, one platform, and that was it. Now, we've, now people are starting to realize there's a, other opportunities, other platforms, and, and, and we are showing that through what Live Golf is all about. Greg, it's still just about the biggest participant sport in the world. Clubs are thriving here in Australia. There's nothing wrong with the sport. Yet you've made some changes with your tour and the way you conduct your tournaments. What is it about the game and maybe the professional game that you thought needed you know, that little bit of tweaking? How, how, how do you think you need to change it? Well, when you think about regular tour golf right i mean the tee time start at 7 30 and they finish at 2 30. yep so you got a, a spread of maybe 12 hours of a day um so when you think of that from a fan's perspective how do you decide who to go watch in the mornings or in the afternoon or do you stay there all 10 hours 12 hours it's very very um mundane to say to say the least what we've done is with a shotgun start all 48 players are on the golf course at the same time every shot is seen Every shot is recorded, and then you get down to this moment in time, the last 45 minutes of the final round on the final day, um, where you could have eight or nine guys on the golf course at the same time having a chance to win. And that's the excitement that comes out, whether it's the individual um, competition or whether it's the team competition. So now all of a sudden we've had that happen quite a few times at the end of the season. Now the players get excited about it. Now the players are more focused on their team experience and making sure what is my team doing out there? What, who, who's doing what? Blah, blah, blah. What have yep. I got to do yep. to pick up? That's the interesting internal dynamic that's starting to resonate through. Fantastic. Yeah. Greg, television rights supports most uh, sports in the world, whether it's you know AFL, golf, tennis, uh, whatever, basketball. What's going to happen with the Live series? Have you, you'd have people jumping over you, wouldn't you, to get the rights for that? Yeah, look, to be honest with you guys, it is a priority for us. Um, you know, we're in negoti negotiations right now with four different um, networks out there, and uh, so it is a priority. Well, we're very confident something will happen here very soon. And the other priority for us is OWGR points, ranking points for the, my boys. Yep. Uh, they deserve it. They're the best players in the world. Our, our field is as good as, if not better, than most other tournaments out there in the world outside of the majors and a few on the PGA Tour. So the boys deserve OWGR points. And it really is showing the fact that uh, maybe the OWGR is not the independent organization and the only organization that has the powers to to deliver ranking points, maybe there are opportunities going forward for other comp com competitive rankings. Greg, you said about Port Lincoln before. Um, I've got a bit of an affiliation with Port Lincoln as well, and I've been down in the shark cage over there with Calypso Star, and I think you've done it over there as well. Um, tell us, what was it like? Did you love it? And how did you get your nickname, the Great White Shark, one of the best <laughs> you, you could get? 
Um, no, I have done it. I've done it a few times. I've actually swim, I've swum with the sharks in cages and outside of cages as well, too. So um, how I got it was in 1981. I was leading the U.S. Masters. That was the first time I played in the Masters. And I was leading it after the second round. And I went to the media room because nobody knew who the hell I was in those days. <laughs> and uh, told them the story that I grew up on the Great Barrier Reef. I swam with sharks. I fished with sharks. <laughs> I lost there and Saturday morning, the um, Atlanta Constitution had great white shark leads U.S. Masters. Oh, oh, awesome! It's an, and I know it became your brand, but it really is. I think it's, it might actually be the best nickname well, in world sport it's ever. It's better than Rodits and Lodge, isn't it? <laughs> 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 it's a great and the logo, my logo. Yeah, is, yeah, it's fantastic. It's been an incredible journey, guys, to go from inside the robes to outside the robes to build a brand, now to be the CEO of Liv. It's just been an incredible journey in my life. Just for us locals, uh, do you have pro-ams with your tournaments? Can us local hackers get to play or not? Uh, yes, we do, but um, I'm just going to get your resume first. And maybe- <laughs> <laughs> hey, Greg, what you don't know, I know you're a champion down at Grange, but Ditz has actually won two tournaments down at Grange, yeah. the B grade and the C grade. Oh, on a Saturday. I, I thought they had a D grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not far out of it, I can tell you. <laughs> Greg, we are so honoured to have you on, and we mean that. I'm, I'm shaking just at this announcement. I'm that wrapped, and, mate, thank you so much for what you've done and bringing this to South Australia, and, boy, this is going to be in enormous congratulations yeah thank you guys and congratulations to the premier adelaide south australia for for doing it themselves recognizing the opportunity it's going to be an enormous uh, boost from a tourism and economic standpoint i'm yep. proud that golf could be part of it greg norman thanks so much bye guys 104.7 triple m he writes jokes for the front bar and his mates call him rosie Welcome to Triple M Breakfast with Rue Ditz and Loz, Adam Rosenbach. Oh, Front Bar's back this week too. We'll yeah. ask him about it a little bit later on. Good morning, Rosie. Hi. Uh, good morning, guys. Hey, Rue. Hey, oh, Loz. come hey, on. What's the matter? Get up. Get up. What's going on? Oh, look, I just lost uh, $48 billion in uh, crypto um, oh, no. over right. the week. Like, how, how was I to know that crypto was dodgy? If only <laughs> someone had had the foresight to tell me that in <laughs> advance. I would have yeah. kept all my cash. Yeah. So I'm a bit scared to the moment, but luckily I've still got shares in Twitter, so I'm back. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, they're going yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Yes. Going right. Gee, the Brownlow scandal uh, was a surprise. Uh, hasn't that kicked off? This uh, also marks the first time the Brownlow has ever been entertaining. So, oh, <laughs> I think we need uh, more of it. Uh, the revelations. I mean, that, that's not a slide at anyone who's won it. We think it's a fantastic uh, awards night, but geez, they could uh, lighten it up a little bit. I believe the umpire was arrested after he gave votes to a non-midfielder. That's when they knew something was off. So they said the arrests were made after they watched the CCTV. They watched that in the arc and they were like, that's who's made it. We're onto it. And the good thing is that uh, Sportsbet have now released a new Bet in Prison with Mates feature. A bit of fun. <laughs> a bet behind bars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, may as well make it best of a bad situation. And what I would like to happen is when the suspects are found guilty, I want Gil McLaughlin to read out their sentences to be like S 
Donaldson, <laughs> three years. I'll bet two cigarettes against your chocolate bar. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. So when you're in Yatla, that one phone call is to sports bet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You, mate, you've got some inside running in there. Oh, this is good. Yeah, it's uh, magic round. It's coming to Adelaide. I am excited. Look, I understand. I can see why they took it to Adelaide. It's a fantastic place to have it. But just, I'm, I'm not that familiar with Adelaide and its football grounds. Where on earth in Adelaide will they find an oval to be able to accommodate North Melbourne versus Gold Coast? Can oh. that be done? Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're tossing up with that one. We're going to have to. <laughs> okay. doesn't have to be Adelaide Oval. I don't think. We'll work on yeah, it. We're okay. working on it. I'm going to come over for it because it's going to be nice to be able to scalp nine games worth of tickets in one place. I'm really looking forward. <laughs> Make to your that. annual salary. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm going to clean up. And you know who else it's going to be? It's good, going to be good for the economy, right? Of the crazy horse. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be a nice little injection. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a magical round in there. I can tell you that. <laughs> tell us about what happened at Westfield in Brisbane. So apparently, there's been these orgies that have been going on in the bathrooms at Westfields <laughs> in Brisbane. I and read about totally that. True. Yeah, so people are going into the baby change room because nothing says sexy like the smell of baby poo. Oh, yeah. And they've been having sex in there and putting him up on OnlyFans. Now, no. I've been what? in the toilet. Yeah, so enjoy your hepatitis A through F to mm. anyone who's been in there. Like, I just don't think of Westfield as a sexy place, like all those tracksuits and Ed Hardy T-shirts. Mm. doesn't really turn me on Romance. very much. Yeah, like the only time I get screwed at Westfield is when an Irish backpacker Makes me sign up to some charity I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, Things have changed though, because like the most exciting thing I did when I was a teenager at Westfield was slowing down when I walked past bras and things. That's how I got <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Come to a near halt. Hey, what kind yeah. of chook might you find at Westfield? Well, Coles have just released a new Vegemite flavoured <gasps> chicken. Have yeah. you guys seen that? Yeah. We have, yes. So it's a chicken covered in Vegemite. It's, it's more of a breakfast chicken to me, if you mm. ask me. I don't know, you know, I, I'm not into it. I'm more of a Nutella and Fritz man myself. <laughs> but, you know, I guess each to their own. You know, it is called the bachelor's handbag, so it's not like the people eating it are terribly discerning diners. So, And the other thing about it, not only is it covered in Vegemite, it's also stuffed full of cheese. As well. Ooh. And can I just say, you know what you don't want to see coming out of your roast chook? Warm yellow stuff. This will be a big seller for Coles, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, front bar coming up this week, uh, Thursday night this week, tomorrow night, and a couple of massive names. Yeah, so we've got a bit of a wrap of the year in sports, and we've got uh, Ash Barty yeah. and Ned, Ned Brockman, the young oh. fellow that ran from Perth. Yeah. To Sydney, if you can believe that. Like, I struggle to do that in economy. Yep. Mm. And he's, he's run across, like, that's a fantastic effort. So it's going to be a great show. Santo Chilaro is also joining us to preview the World Cup. Oh, oh how good. All right, thanks, Rosie. Look forward to that, and we'll talk next week. Pleasure. Have a great week, guys. Adam Rosenbachs. So. Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dietz and Lies. Bounces Sloan. Sloan, he's got a goal. Brilliant stuff, Rory Sloan. <laughs> oh, let's get you on, Sloney. Good morning. Good morning, you three. How Isn't that you? uplifting? Well, it's, yeah, it got me a little bit keen to play some footy again, yeah. which is uh, probably the positive thing, actually, is I don't miss another game of footy, which is uh, a nice feeling to have. There won't be too many more games, I wouldn't imagine, on the sidelines. How are you feeling? Yeah. How's the knee reconstruction going, Sloney? Has it been tough or you've been going all right with it? 
Um, no, really well, thanks, Rupert. I think the the toughest thing for me throughout the whole season was well, two things. Not surfing sort of hurt me a lot. I love <laughs> trying to escape uh, in the ocean and, and that got me. But I did have a surf the other week, actually, which I'll, I'll chat about shortly. But then um, the, the other bit was walking out behind the boys game day just... That killed me. I was so jealous mm. every time I walked out behind him and watching him run out in the race and that nervous energy, I just missed that before games. So, as I said, I can't wait for that feeling. Tell us about the surfing. What's what's going on there? How often do you get out normally? Uh, Laura, get out maybe once a week. Um, probably, probably that's before kids, probably twice yeah. a week even. But... Um, yeah, I normally just get out as much as I can and just get in the ocean. But, yeah, I managed to get out up into um, a wave pool, actually. The surf lake's up in your turn. I got out there. and wow. It's nice, nice and controlled. I strapped the knee up. And mm. um, it probably did more for me mentally in the end, actually, to know yeah. that yeah. my knee's rock solid and stable and <laughs> um, feeling good. So that was, a, that was a nice feeling to have that first surf again. Where's your go-to break in Adelaide? Where do you like? Uh, well, obviously closest is sort of Waipinga, Parsons, mm. Deep Creek area, which I do love because it's always pretty quiet down mm-hmm. there. Um, but when I've got more time, it's, I normally love to do get up like bright and early, four o'clock mission over to York. That's that's probably oh, yeah. York. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah okay. that's that's my, one of my favourite parts of uh, South Australia, definitely. Sloane, you've got your uh, face footies, uh, which uh, you come into the studio a couple of months ago and uh, and showed us about your new invention, which are brilliant for kids. My kids are kicking them around at home still. They're yeah. awesome. And uh, and Loz's uh, little I'm, nephews. I'm that? not just saying this. They love them. And it was the first time they actually properly learnt how to kick. We'd been trying to tell them the rules of how to kick a football and they weren't interested. But then because there's a little game to it, you know, you hold the chin, the eyes, you know, you do the whole thing. They followed those rules and then they got so much joy out of seeing how well they were kicking. So you've absolutely nailed it. Well, thanks, Laura. It's, um, yeah, that's, it's stories like that, it's awesome to hear. It's like, and seeing yeah, a few times throughout um, the year, I've sort of seen kids in, in parks kicking them around and enjoying them. So that's... That's really nice to see. And, yeah, as long as kids, as you said before, are kicking some drop punks and and learning proper techniques and having fun kicking the footy, I mean, that's – we just want kids participating in footy, really, because mm. it's a pretty, pretty good game. Yeah, parents, grandparents, uncles, aunties, this is a great present for Christmas, and it does. It Seriously? teaches you how to hold the ball, where your hands go, and all of those mm-hmm. sorts of things. Sloaney, maybe a bit of a tough one, but where do you where are you at as far as leading the club goes from here on? And I'm not trying to write you off or anything like that, but we know that if, if I could draw a parallel, Travis Boak stepped down from captaincy and has really enjoyed a couple of very, very good seasons. Is is anything like that on your mind or not? Uh, no, not really. It's always one of those and like it's always a talking point. It seems to come around every year. People want to talk about that kind of thing, but um Look, once we get back, I really want to see how my knee knee holds up and stacks up um, once I'm back training um, with the whole group. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be stronger and better than ever because I'm in I'm feeling in pretty good nick at the moment. But, oh, look, mate, I've always said this. I'm it's an absolute privilege to lead our footy club, and yep. I've absolutely loved it. And um, if the club needs me to go around again, I absolutely will. And um, if there's someone else that's stepping up, then um, that's awesome as well. All right. How's a quickly? How's Isaac Rankin looking? Yeah, yeah, good. He he's coming back from a little shoulder shoulder up and spending a lot of time in the gym with me as well. So we'll make sure he's nice and big and strong. But what about? No, he's he's really happy in Adelaide. What about Belinda's belly? How's Ooh. that going? Yeah, nice little belly on. I call it 
I'll call it Big Bell with all due respect. Yeah. Big Bell. <laughs> I'm sure she loves that. Loves that. Yeah, how does yeah. that go? <laughs> no, she she uh, she knows I mean well, but I'm yeah. I absolutely love when she's pregnant, and she always looks unbelievable. She always looks yeah. super beautiful. So um, no, she's tracking well. Thank you. All right, now where can we get the footies? Uh, you can get them at AFL Max or Rebel and uh, and some other sports stores all around right. um, South Australia and and the rest of the country too, but. Um, yeah, getting quick. I've got a feeling they'll sell out pretty quick. All right. yeah. well, I can't recommend them enough. Yep. They're all well, Thanks, Loney. Thanks for joining us, mate. Good luck with the knee, and I uh, hope you get back surfing a lot soon. Uh, thanks for having me, you three. Appreciate Good on you. It. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Loney. Good on you. Rory Sloan.